There we go. Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. Hello, Chris, and welcome to This Podcast Does Not Have a Name, Episode 6 for October 27th, 2021. How's it going, Chris? Or should I say, the prince of all Saiyans? Majin Vegeta. <laughs> yes, I'm doing fine. And you, as in your uh, chrono cosplay, your chrono well, Halloween costume. I think it's for <laughs> I think it's fair to say your Chrono Cosplay. You're the one who made this too, right? From scratch. Well, so. yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, so I had I had uh, Chris do this for me. It took a couple years. Not that I'm complaining, but it took him a couple years off and on. And he, I believe, he, I'm not sure. I think you streamed making this too, right? So I think yeah. I did. <laughs> At least some so, of yeah. it. Guys should definitely tune in on this channel if you want to see. I think you and you made that Vegeta wig for sure on on your stream, right? Yeah, I did the Vegeta wig. I did a different version of this. The outfit, I guess, it would be Super Vegeta's outfit from the Cell Saga on mm -hmm. stream too. Disappointed the armor didn't turn out as well as I wanted to. I need to figure out a different way to do the armor. Everything else is uh, I'm gonna be using, like the gloves I got new and made, and the nice. boots are good. So, but yeah, I did that all on stream, and whenever I do my next ones, uh, I'll probably do the new wigs on stream as well for every version of Vegeta, <laughs> plus I whatever guess, else. <laughs> sorry, I just realized now. I guess we should kind of tell our listeners, those who don't have the video, to go along with us, like what we are. So, Chris made himself as Majin Vegeta from the Boo Saga, and I am Chrono, just from Chrono Trigger, the video game. So. Yeah, Chris did a bang-up job on both of these. It's really, really good. So if you have an opportunity, uh, I guess we'll try and post a link to like an image maybe in the podcast description. Chris, what do you think? If we can, we should be able to do that. I don't think it would be too tough. You'll have to remind no, throw, me if I forget. <laughs> yeah, we just throw it like on Imager or something, right? Something like that. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. It won't, should be too hard. But yeah, uh, I don't know what you've been up to i've done a few things but i've done a few things some of it has to do with the news as well so okay um what did i did you know another chapter of i think i only did one chapter more for chrono squad that's all i've been able to have time to do pretty good can't say much much else i got six ranger sixth ranger you got the and, hidden one? Well, I got a one. I don't know if there's many ones, but I got a six ranger. And I figured out that so there's an attack you could do when all the rangers team up together. And if you all have your weapons ability charged and ready to go, you can do a combination attack with that. Or they combine all their weapons together. And I was like, holy shit, it took me like four seasons or something like that to figure it out. I was like, oh my god, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> like you said figure it out, like, was it something you could have done all along, or like, like yeah. maybe like a armor or something? It was something I could do all along. I just didn't oh, realize no. if I had all their weapons charged, that oh, they would no. be able to combine them like they do in the show. Like, yeah. when, <laughs> when they all do their weapons, and you see Red put his sword in, into the uh, Mega Blaster, or whatever it's called. Or the big freeze cannon that's in uh, Time Ranger that I'm watching now. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, a nice uh, shock. And, you know, I tried a little bit of the Switch Online uh, new service there, the Expansion Plus. I watched a few movies. You know what I hate in movies? So, I went to go watch 
what was it called? A Jackie Chan movie one morning. And I'm like, oh man, this one's got Jackie Chan on the cover. It says right on the cover, Jackie Chan is the prisoner. So who do you think the main character is of that movie? The prisoner? Yeah. I can tell you it's not Jackie Chan. Well, He's no. in the movie for maybe 20 minutes. Really? <laughs> 30 uh, Jet Li? Jet Li? No. I don't know. It's, just, it's another actor. The movie's fine. Oh, Riccio. Riccio? <laughs> <laughs> you know that one movie you showed me? Yeah, where like... I know yeah. Riccio. No, I, I don't remember the name of the actor, but there's like supposed to be kind of like three or four main stories going on at the same time, but a lot of them are supposed to take place in this prison. But it really mostly focuses on one guy, a cop who gets, who put himself into prison, like kind of undercover, to figure out what is going on, why these dead men are still alive, and it's all spawning from this prison. But I go in looking for a Jackie Chan movie. He's on the cover. He's the headliner of the fucking movie, and he's not in the movie. Like you don't see him till like twenty five minutes in, huh? And he gets into a fight. You know, Jackie Chan, martial arts fight. And then he gets sent to prison, gets in a tiny little scuffle, and then he's out of the movie for like another 20 minutes because he's thrown in the hole. <laughs> I'm like, where's Jackie Chan? I signed up for a Jackie Chan movie. So basically it was a bait and switch. They baited me good. They baited me real hard. Uh, uh, be careful how you phrase that, Chris. <laughs> I will <laughs> not. <laughs> But yeah, it, overall, the movie was pretty good. I, I'm not going to really complain about it. It was meh. Overall, I think I would rate it a four or five. So it's, I won't say it's super good, but it's not terrible. It's just okay. kind of meh. It's, I think, the first Jackie Chan movie I've seen where Jackie Chan actually uses a gun to shoot people. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a little surprising. Because he doesn't really use guns. Maybe he'll fire one or mostly you see him disarming people right <laughs> with his martial arts skills but it's the first time i've seen him with guns i'm like oh that's that, that's weird <laughs> so it was a little different yeah that's like very un jackie chan like isn't it he's known for martial arts not for yeah. weapons but when he did come over to north america he was saying he wanted to become a north american action star so i was i'm thinking that he wanted to do more of the more actiony western style whereas when he came here everyone said oh you're a martial artist so do all these martial arts movies <laughs> so he didn't quite get his glory of becoming like a more bigger action star in that sense isn't that what the rush hour movies were all about about him trying to i think that was part of it in a way but then again but he didn't really use guns in that either it was jackie chan doing yeah jackie chan stuff and is it chris tucker that's in that movie correct yeah, and Chris Tucker just being the, I guess, comedian. <laughs> yeah. Effectively. I watched uh, another movie, actually, last night. I watched oh, yeah. uh, the last Rambo movie. The, Rambo oh, Last Blood. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. It, okay, did this just come out, like, recently in the last uh, few years? Or? 2019. Oh, oh, 20, oh, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. How was that? Not too bad. I agree with most people when they talk about it. I think I've seen people rate it as somewhere around like a six out of ten. I'm like, yeah, I could see that. It was, it was all right. Uh, 
I think the first half of the movie was better, and then it goes full on Rambo at the end, and he's like, okay, so this is where he just murders all these people. Okay, yep. <laughs> Isn't he like supposed to be retired in this movie from the army? He he was done the with the mil. Well, he should have been done with the military before the start of the first movie, technically, because he comes back from them and he's not in the military anymore. And I don't know if you've seen the first one or not. No. It's kind of like a commentary on like how the U.S. military, uh, what it does with its soldiers outside of like service and how they don't treat them very well. Like a lot of soldiers aren't given training or any uh, things outside of the military to help deal with the stress and the mental uh, fatigue and stuff like that that has worn on them during war like he comes back really screwed up after now <laughs> you see it throughout the entire series like flashing lights and heavy music and stuff like that just affects him badly and he starts having severe flashbacks to his uh torture when he was there so it's it's a big thing that happens at the movies but then you go to the second movie where it's just like okay we'll get you out of prison and we need you to do this reconnaissance mission in I don't remember which country. It might be back in Nam again. I think it is. It's like, oh, you're just going to send them back. Do you think that's the greatest thing to do? <laughs> Not the smartest thing? Send a man who's already shell-shocked back into the warring country that he was just in that he nope. doesn't want to go back to? So, yeah. It, it, but, you know, more much bigger body count than the first movie. First movie had, like, one death. And it was an really? accidental death. Wow. That's surprising. Yeah, it's not what people think of when you compare it to the other movies that have like 30, 40, 50, like just scaling up like in body counts. Like, I'm sure you've seen the image of him of Stallone there with the two machine guns and the one machine gun in each arm just, yeah. just mowing down people. I guess, I guess that makes sense for the first movie because, as you said, if it's a commentary to not so much an action movie, but like how they treat their veterans i guess if you want mm -hmm. to call them that it would it would really kind of de dehumanize them and kind of make him a bad guy if he just started murdering people in the first movie if their intention was to do the whole commentary as yeah. you said yeah yeah because it was just supposed to be that it's supposed to be like how he's being treated outside of that and one kind of garbage cop who doesn't uh treat him well or you know think that he's some kind of vagrant he's not there to oh crap i'm getting this wrong he thinks he's kind of scum, like treat, he's treating his vet, this veteran, this guy who's come back from the war as a vagrant. Like, get out of my town. We don't want you here. You're just going to sink up the place. And he went to that town in the first place to look for a friend. And he finds out that his friend passed away like a year ago and he didn't know. But he doesn't own a vehicle, so he hitchhiked all the way there. And he's basically making his way across country so we could get back home. But people are just treating him like garbage. He's you know? And this cop, like, even though he's told, you know, you can't you can't treat him like that, like he's a veteran, he's you know, he's been to war, all this. Like he's been told this from like sergeants the guys worked with. Because they're they all they were called in to help stop Rambo from going on a rampage. And the cop's like, this is my county, I'll do whatever I want. You know, that kind of attitude. It's like, so you're just a stuck-up, 
you know, power hungry, not power hungry, but like set in your ways cop and you think that you're the boss and everyone should listen to you no matter what, even if they're higher up than you and know better. It's kind of a commentary on a couple different things, but mostly on how America treats its soldiers. But yeah, then you go into the next movies, like the next three, and it's just a war zone. Everywhere he goes, he a huge fight breaks out and he has to save the day. The last movie was actually a abduction story. His, I guess, da daughter, we'll say, because he basically raised her, gets kidnapped and enslaved it in Mexico. Uh, uses like a sex worker and drug mule and that. So he goes down there to get her back. And she, unfortunately, she doesn't make it back. Uh, so he decides he's going to go down there and start a war with them. And he brings them back, them to his place. To he has like a farm like that he was trying to get back to in the old movies. He sets up the entire farm with underground pits and tunnels, just everywhere. Like he's a fucking nutter. <laughs> like since the first, since he got back to the farm at the last movie in the movie before this, like he has gone nuts making foxholes everywhere. Not any traps. It's just like you could say kind of his hobby. But he just can't get out of the mindset of someone might be coming to get me. So he went down and just built all these tunnels. And he ends up like setting up traps in there for these fucking, uh, was it, body traffickers, effectively. And he, dra he, he drags them back, basically, to his land to fight him there. So it's kind of like a reverse of what happened to him in Nam. Because in Nam, he was forced to go there to fight. But they weren't ready for what was set up for them there. Right. And you see the reverse happen here on a different level, but it's it's a kind of a story on the drug trafficking and a story on him, how he never actually left Nam. But he has been able to stay as sane as he could over the years, as opposed to most other people, if they had survived Nam in the first place. So there's still that kind of commentary as well at the end. This is now a Rambo podcast, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched it. No, 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 no. You're, you're good. You're good. I um, found it interesting. I uh, I think Rambo is like one of the first uh, like action movies I watched when I was a kid. <laughs> so Rambo is kind of one of those uh, things I can, I go back to every now and then and just remember having sitting down and watching Rambo when I was like, God, I don't know how old. I had like a Rambo doll with me. <laughs> and some like Rambo figures. Don't know, you know, it was the 80s. So I, at six years old, I had a Rambo, do a Rambo toy about some dude who just murders people. Like, what the hell, right? Well, that's like what G.I. Joes are, essentially, right? Effectively, but G.I. Joe was tame compared to bloody Rambo, you know? <laughs> In G.I. Joe, no one died. <laughs> In Rambo, everyone dies except Rambo. But yeah, I watched a few movies and uh, played played uh, just a little bit of a little bit of stuff. But uh, I think that's it. Where I'll end it there until we get to a certain new story. I'll let you go. So it was my second week in my new job, and yeah, the first week was a little rough, but I kind of acclimated to it in the second week remember how i was telling you that my, my feet were killing me mm -hmm. they're not hurting like nearly as much now like 
as you said, I trained my feet. Apparently I took two days of rest on the weekend and now my feet are fine. Like it's still like a little uncomfortable, but Mm. I'm not like sharp pain anymore. So I think it was just because I was on my ass for like the the past two years because of COVID and because of school too. Right. So yeah. Um, that that's good. Uh, the job's going itself pretty well. Uh, Boss likes me, so that's always a good thing. Hello, Trixies. I'm not sure you're going to you want to be there to the wake today. No. She's like, she's like, what the hell is this? She doesn't know how to handle up. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so, so that was pretty good. Um, oh, there she goes. She doesn't want to be there anymore. Okay. Uh, got a little distracted. Let me get my train of thought back. Um, yeah. So job is going pretty good. Uh, the car might finally be fixed. They phoned me today. They finally were able to stall the car and replicate my issue. And I think they're getting her apart. Because right now it sucks because for work, I have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning to be there at 7.30 just because I had to take the bus. Mm -hmm. And I'm there for like an extra half an hour because it's either I show up a half hour early or I show up five minutes late. So it takes about an hour to get there on the bus. So it's like two and a half hours. Well, three and a half if you count the fact I wake up an hour earlier than I would have. I could probably wake up at 6.30, have them to drive there's like 16 minutes one way in a car. Okay. So yeah, I'm using a lot of my day just getting ready or getting to work. So it'll be nice to have the car back. I'll get like a good chunk of my day back to me. So for either sleeping or other free time. So that's, that's always nice. Um, so for games, what have I been doing on streams the last time? So yeah, we started the FNAF marathon. Uh, FNAF 1 was relatively simple. FNAF 2 is the hardest of this franchise, I think. Oh, if you're really? talking about the Custom Knight, it took me three streams, three streams to beat the Custom Knight, like just the Custom Knight. It took what me three streams. What is the Custom Knight? I don't know FNAF or Five, um, Five Nights at Freddy's. So. so, yeah, sorry, Five Nights at Freddy's we're talking about. So uh, the second game, I'm not going to go through the entire mechanics because mm. you can just watch the gameplay. Uh, but basically... Each animatronic has you can it's, there's a difficulty slider from like one to twenty, mm-hmm. and basically you have to turn them all to max level, and that's called ten twenty because there's ten animatronics at level twenty, so ten twenty mm-hmm. mode, oh, and it's one of the toughest things in the whole franchise. I I did the biggest pop off actually, Chris. I want to get your reaction. I just thought about that now, so I'll link to you here. It's like a forty second glitch clip. Uh, Twitch clip. I said that in the wrong order. So I'll I'll link it to you and you can tell me what you think, basically. You probably have never seen me this hype. I don't get hype, like I don't pop off or get hyped this often or this much, I should say. So here you go. I'll link it to you through there. Yeah, as Chris is watching that. Um, so I'm pretty excited. So because the games are about to leave Game Pass. No, I cannot uh, view it. You can't view it? If I if I swap, as people might have seen it. Oh, well, true, true. Okay, don't don't worry about it. I'll take a look at it later. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. you can't get my reaction. <laughs> it's it's all fine. Uh, so yeah, basically, I had the biggest pop. You know, it's like I was wearing the headphones here. I was like, let's go. I was like jumping out of my chair. I was like, yes. Someone clipped it like immediately. <laughs> so <laughs> that was like that was pretty funny. So yeah, now I'll have, I'll do the third and fourth games in the franchise, which are. They put one through four on Game Pass, and they're about to exit the date after Halloween. So I, I was quickly trying to do them, and I will have any issues with three and four compared to two. So I'm pretty happy about that. So FNAF is the FNAF games. There's a bunch of story if you so choose, but 
generally animatronics are trying to kill you and you have to try and survive and, and you're the night guard every time. So like from midnight to 6 a.m., they kind of enter like a free roam area and you kind of have, to, well, not area, but like functionality during that mm-hmm. time. And you kind of just have to survive. It's just a survival game. And, and there's a lot of jump scares. That's what the game is known for, probably. YouTubers' reactions to jump scares. <laughs> you know, the biggest one being Markiplier, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 a good franchise. If you like the if you like the the plot or you want to discover what the plot even is, watch Game Theory. MatPat does an awesome job explaining all the minute details that you will almost definitely miss as a casual player of the game. Even someone like me who's 100 the game, I would never catch these little plot details. Mm-hmm. So he yes. does a good job. Yeah. Um, what else? So yeah, on on Halloween, which is going to be this coming Sunday. I was actually planning on debuting this, the cosplay wearing, but I guess we're doing it now. So yeah, we'll be doing uh, a Hollow Knight stream, I think. I think so. I put up a poll on my Discord, and I was already leaning towards Hollow Knight, although I didn't put it as a first or last option. I put it right in the middle. I said, which game would you guys like to have me play? I put up, I put a few options on there, and yeah, Hollow Knight is currently winning, and that's the one I was leaning towards anyway. So we'll, we'll be doing a Chrono plays Hollow Knight stream on sunday that'll be pretty fun um yeah aside from that do you have any plans for halloween chris because i think it's fair to say at least for me it's it's my favorite time of year it's my favorite holiday i think i think that's where you fall too isn't it it's my favorite holiday it's really the only holiday that i acknowledge (laughs) i don't celebrate any other holidays it's the only one i like is i get to do this yeah you know it's other than eight cards. It's the only time I get to do outfits. And right. uh, am I planning anything? Well, today I need to go actually buy it. Uh, Fatal Frame came out on PC, so I'll be downloading oh, yeah. that, and I may be starting that tonight, and we'll do that for the next few nights. I get the week off. Oh so wow, nice! I usually book um, this week off, like Halloween weekend in week off. So I'll be trying to go through through that because i've been waiting for that to not be locked to the wii u anymore you wii u that's gross <laughs> it it came out for consoles too i think uh ps4 i believe switch i don't know about xbox but i don't see why it wouldn't be on xbox if it's on playstation um, let's check i can check made in of black water i believe is the subtitle for it fatal frame made in the black water yep yeah that came out on xbox okay, yeah. I only seen on its list the other ones, but I assumed it was going to be Xbox as well. But yeah, I'm going to be picking that up. I forgot to to buy it. My Steam wants me to sign in again, or put in my password again, so I'll do that later and sign in properly. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to be streaming that later today, you're saying? I believe so. I'm going to try to, but that won't be okay. until like uh, 1 or 2 in, uh, tonight. So Okay. You know, a bit uh, later after I take a break after all this stuff. So right, what else, what was I gonna say? Uh, I forget now. Oh yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, October is your birthday month, isn't it, Chris? Yes, it is. So when is your birthday? Like has ago. it passed? <laughs> a month ago? Yes. Seriously? It was at the beginning of the month. Oh well, happy it, birthday! birthday. It would have been like probably around or just before we did episode one. Oh wow! Well, I don't tell people because I don't care. <laughs> Hooray, fortieth birthday! 
Yeah. I know I know you're not big into your birthday, so you know, but still happy birthday, man. Well thanks. I, I, I always th- I always have your birthday in my head near Halloween for some reason. Well, I but... always celebrate it on Halloween or take that time to celebrate it on there while I'm doing this and you know. Hence your week <laughs> off. Yeah. So I don't my... book off my my birthday, just book off the end of the month, so <laughs> My cat, uh, she's also her birthday is also almost on Halloween. So I forget. I don't. I don't know the exact date. I just know for a fact she was born in late October. So I say Halloween is her birthday or around that. And yeah, she she's a teenager. She's turning fourteen this year. And in human she's years. Had, sorry. In human years, she doesn't look in that old. Years. She's fourteen in human years, and she still acts like a little kitty. She still looks like one. She has no signs of slowing down. She. So yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's that's, really that's pretty old for a cat. Like if for it's cat, like yeah. if it's fourteen human, then yeah, like we we had a uh, our cat didn't last that long, but my mom's dog was like sixteen or something like that. She got him, got her just before, just before. Sorry, I did, <laughs> I said the same word twice. Uh, she got her just before, just after I was born. So it was around the time I was like 14 or 16 when the dog passed away. So that was pretty long for a dog. <laughs> cats typically live longer and it's not it's not rare it's for a cat lazier. to live. <laughs> There's other things, but anyways, it it's 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 not rare for an indoor cat to live at least 20 years, you know? It's <laughs> it's it's not rare. It's like like it's not unheard of. Um, I, I knew someone and they had a cat that was like 21, 22. So hmm. yeah, it's, 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 it's not, it's not that rare, honestly. It's, I don't want to say common, but definitely not rare either. Yeah. So, and she's, you know, not to break or anything, but I'm a good dad and she, you know, I, I make sure she's, you know, gets her exercise every day. I play with her. I give her, you know, good food. So she eats healthy. You saw she's, she's tiny. She's a really tiny cat. She's, she's not fat or anything. She's in good shape. She doesn't have any health issues as far as I know. She she doesn't go out at all, so she can't, you know, get any diseases or anything. So she will live a long life. I will make sure of that. And on, she purrs every day because, I, you know, I pet her, you know, and we played, as I said. And I read that, like, petting for a cat is kind of like laughter for a human. It's just, like, there's evidence that, it like, it, it helps prolong your health, right? I don't want to say it necessarily makes you live longer, but there is evidence that cats purring like physically heals them and like gives them like you know heals them mentally as well. If that makes sense, like you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I so, understand. Yeah, so I, I treat her very well. Like I'm not surprised that she, you know she's this well at this age. Like that that was my expectation. You know, of course that that's what happened because I treat her very well. So yeah, no, oh, that's good. <laughs> I didn't think that she was that old. So yeah, she is. I remember you. You met her when we were next uh, neighbors across the hallway in that one apartment. Like, <laughs> oh jeez, I don't even remember you. Yeah, I guess I did. I don't remember her. The... She, I just got her at that point, like like a few weeks ago. That's when you first met her. So yeah, that would be. Then, so I've been here for twelve years. So yeah, and then you came to Ontario for Anime North, and you're like, "Is that the same cat?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot that you had her back back then. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She came from my aunt's farm in Saskatchewan and I'm on in on uh, Ontario now. So yeah, she she came with me and uh she's been here ever since. 
anyways, I guess that's a good segue. We can. It's been half an hour, Chris. I guess we can move on to the news. I guess we could. I don't know if there's been any really big, big news. Uh, unless a, you found something that I missed. Uh, no. I mean, I think I think we both know what the biggest news is this week in gaming and uh, What's something that? that's been making the rounds. Something, well, we talked about it on our last episode, too. The uh, N64 emulator on Switch. Okay. whole price thing with the, with the online pass, or not online pass, but... Uh, the Switch Online, whatever they want to call Switch it. Switch Online now. plus Expansion Pass. Yeah, that's it. That's such a lame name. It's like yeah. PSN plus Xbox Live Gold. Switch you, Online plus Expansion. Like, what the fuck? Is, plus Expansion? You, you know guys can't funny? think of it. They call it Plus Expansion Pass. If you get the N64 wireless controllers, you can't use a memory card or, or a rumble pack with them. Really? I believe so. That's what I heard. God, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible i mean i don't expect the memory card to work with it but the rumble pack i don't even know if there's a slot in it i haven't taken a look at the controllers but yeah um new news when it comes to nintendo switch online i guess that would be for the emulation of the n64 games right correct yes so apparently it needs some work now this was the the other thing that I had done I actually did last night before I went to bed. I paid for the service for a year of the plus and I specifically tried out Ocarina of Time. I did not have as bad a problem that most people did, but I did see the issues that other people had. Like I had a tiny bit of feels like there's a bit of input lag. A tiny bit, but then it kind of either I got used to it or it was just there on the initial kind of launching of the game there is um other issues too so like people are issues with with this with the games uh being streamed to them or emulated to them right so there's input lag some people are saying that some of the textures don't look right or are missing certain textures like the fog effect in ocarina time and apparently, I haven't gotten that far yet, but the water effects in Ocarina of Time. I seen, I think it was Stop Skeletons from Fighting tweet out some pictures. And it showed, I think it was an emulator on his PC, the original N64, and the emulated version on Switch. And the emulated version on Switch, the water textures looked like that they were very turbulent waters. Like as if something was in it just turning the water real bad. I haven't gotten that far, but I can confirm that the that the fog effects don't look right, at least in uh, Kakariko Kakarika Village, the first one you start off with. I've uh, only put in like an hour, but something about it feels off when controlling, like just slightly for me. Um, yeah. Uh, there's been other issues too. I just don't remember exactly because those are the ones I focused on when I was looking at. Uh, Ocarina. Apparently, a lot of these issues could be game specific. Like I heard, I think uh, from the video you linked, Sean, um, where he was saying uh, that uh, what's it called? Star Fox doesn't seem to have much input lag, was it, or something? Like it's not the same as it is for like Ocarina. I may be yeah. wrong on so... that, but I'll let you go. 
just to follow up on what you're saying, yeah, uh, apparently it's reported that every game acts a little differently in terms of the input lag. And but ju just to further expand, let's let's take one step backwards. Mm. Yeah, apparently the service is not up to snuff. Like the like the amount of money you're paying is not really you know, utilize correctly and in terms of like what what you're receiving out of it. Like they said like if you're just a casual gamer, you probably will not notice these things. Mm. But if you're like a speedrunner or a purist, you will notice these things. So these things include like I think they said, you know, there's like up to like two to six more uh frames of input lag depending on the game, which wow. is quite a bit if you're a speedrunner because some speedrunners need to do frame frame perfect tricks. I'm not sure if you've seen Ocarina of Time, the first five minutes where someone uses a glitch to beat the game in literally five minutes, but you need to be frame perfect for like mm. several tricks in a row. So getting this was not a good idea. Also, the emulation itself, like the, the graphics, again, you're not going to notice these things if you're just casually playing it, but if you actually inspect it like that video I linked to you, you can see like he, he kind of versus, versus, yeah, versus it against itself on another console like he's so he he tried like you know like his own um n64 like the, like the original like physical one he had he tried a couple of different uh consoles like i think he said the series s he was emulating on or his pc or whatever and yeah like the graphics are not that great and like these these are some of these emulators are like fan made emulators have been out like on the internet like forever so like why can't nintendo who actually owns the games mm. and the, the system why can't they do they don't even have to do a better job the video said you know they just have to do like the same job but they're not even up to snuff of the stuff that's already out and has been out for quite a while i think they said for mario 64 for example on the mm. service they're using the same exact emulator that came out with the mario all-stars collection which is noticeably like again you you okay maybe not noticeably like it's noticeably if you look for it a little less um, uh good on the graphics department as well as it has a little bit more input like which it makes no sense like you think Nintendo would be able to nail it considering they own everything you think so they have the original source code and stuff like that yeah um as you're saying you know casual people probably won't notice it or won't notice it as much. And I didn't notice it as much, at least with my first little look of it, at it. I'm going to look at a few more games eventually. I was kind of disappointed that they didn't like try and backwards compatible or try and work something in for the Super Mario uh, card. The only way you can play multiplayer is on, uh, on the same console with three other people or to play online with three other friends who have the service. So there's no like online lobbies to play. Which kind of sucked. I was wanting to really try that one to see about actual lag. But, and that would be a good game because it actually is a multiplayer, right? So, it doesn't seem like that they worked that. That might have been, you know, more wishing on my end to have Mario 64 backwards compatible. Not backwards compatible. Uh, have, have them put uh, online lobbies for it. But, whatever. It's, it's, I wouldn't say serviceable. It works, but it doesn't work great, unfortunately. Yeah, that's something I forgot to mention. The online is really, really not good. Like it's it's not good. Like not even the functionality, but like it's just like I think 
people are saying like even with fiber you're still tied to like the lowest kind of like the slowest i should say not lowest slowest player to the point where like your game is still lagging because everyone has to catch up right yeah like this is 2021 like there's better net code out there we know there is as a fact so the fact that nintendo always seems to be like a generation or two behind in everything including apparently netcode mm. is really terrible because again they're they're japanese based and their infrastructure there is a lot different than like bigger countries like the us or canada or anywhere else that pretty much isn't japan right yeah this has been an ongoing issue forever so it's not even it's not even up to that like you think nintendo would still like give you what you paid for like again i'm gonna kind of like go back to what i said last week they're knocking at the door of Xbox and Sony in terms of how much they're charging you. It's not an equivalent service. It's not even close. So they should not be charging you as much as they were. 20 bucks was fine. 60 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever it was. I think it was 50. That's yeah, still 50. too much for a service that is objectively not as good and not not like we're not talking about games or anything. We're talking about like the service itself. Like mm. it's 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 not as reliable. It's not as good as the other two. Yeah. Now, what if I also ask you or tell you that um, you know you could get even more games eventually on the service? Would it make it worth it? Uh, probably not. But like, <laughs> I, yeah, I I think I think though I know where you're heading towards. Yeah. It, so <laughs> I'll let you do it. Give me a second here to find it. So Chris is finding it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. It. Sorry. Oh, you found it? Yeah, I did. Okay, go um, ahead. It just took me a while to find it here. But it's rumored through data mining when the online service came up that there should be at least 38 and 64 games and about 52 Sega Genesis titles. Now, the list that I've seen, which was posted on Twitter, only has the ones that we know of listed so it's possible they just didn't list them on there because they knew people would data mine probably uh but it does seem like there's slots for that amount of games for each of these for those two consoles so i don't remember how many games are on the super nintendo and nintendo those don't seem too far off numbers for those especially if you consider what type of um gets nintendo can do because you know they're not going to get ubisoft they're not going to get square Right, then they probably won't get, uh, not Sega, uh, Derp, let me think, Capcom, right? So they're going to have to go with other companies that they personally have worked through with in some other smaller titles, right? Or not titles, but companies. So them having those, to me, kind of small libraries makes sense. I don't know. It doesn't seem that big, but... You know, considering the other two, that seems about right or on par with them. <sighs> I, you know, I, I made the joke saying adding more titles will make it better, but without a shitty online service, it won't. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I'm, as I said last week, I'm surprised they got like Banjo Kazooie because like Xbox owns that now. So yeah. I'm surprised they managed to secure those rights somehow. Yeah, but they don't really have bad blood with, with Microsoft, and they're not in. As, is it Nintendo or Microsoft? They kind of say that they're not in competition with them too, because they're in. There's catering to do. They're catering to two, two two different audiences in a way. Not really, but I think you understand what I mean. Nintendo audience versus people who want the hardcore, great graphic, uh, more online focused uh, games, stuff like that. They kind of. 
I, I see them as being like kind of two different audiences in a way. But so so they don't have like bad blood with each other. They've been working with each other here and there, you know, with uh, online infrastructures and other things like that. Rumors of maybe Xbox games coming to Nintendo, whatever, right? Don't know if that will ever happen, but. <laughs> well, they want it to happen. At least Xbox does. Yeah. I wonder what happened with that. Or if that's still in the talks and they're still trying to figure it out. Well, I think they're trying trying to figure it out, but yeah, they Xbox just cares about Game Pass. They want it yeah. to be everywhere. Yeah, you don't matter where you play, as long as you play. <laughs> as long as you're playing on theirs. Or their stuff. <laughs> it's a better strategy. It it's a more uh not open minded, but I guess just open strategy or whatever you want to say that. I can't get my words together of exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, look at Netflix or Disney Plus or Prime Video. Like, it's not a bad strategy. It's obviously working. Mm -hmm. Get get your thing on everything so that whoever wants it can get it. You mm -hmm. know, don't have a million different... Don't have your service locked to one thing. Have it on a million things so people can access it easier. It just makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently... More games, we just don't know when or what yet. But I think some people probably look at these lists, could guess, you know, all these Nintendo titles that will be coming out, right? You know, which other other ones they might be able to get. Uh, I don't think it'll be too hard for people to be able to guess, like, probably another 10 or maybe half of these lists just by looking at the Nintendo library or Sega libraries, right? And just knowing the kind of gets they can have. <laughs> But yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. That popped up quickly. It's like, ah, I'll throw this in here since we're talking about Nintendo stuff. I don't think there's another Nintendo-related thing. Oh, no, there was. Uh, a new mobile game. If we're done talking about uh, Nintendo's online crappy service. Yeah, I think we're done. And we could go into a now fully online service for your phone. They are making... I believe it's Niantic, the guys who are working with Nintendo for Pokemon Go, are making a Pikmin walking game. They didn't show too much about it. Did you? Were you able to check out the trailer? I did not, but I'm not really into Pikmin, and I play Pokemon Go quite a bit, so I kind of, I know, I know what this is going to be because they said they're going to try and do the same thing. Not Niantic, but they said they're someone is going to try and do the same thing for like a Harry Potter. That game. doesn't surprise do that? me. So, <laughs> like honestly, it, it it's just like Pokemon. Like you play like one like one of these like mobile walking games, and you've pretty much played them all. Like you know what what to expect at this point. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I don't like Pikmin, and I don't like that they're doing it at, like in general because you're just gonna cannibalize your players. Probably not because Pokemon will always be the most popular one. So I'm really confused why they are trying to do a second one, like. No one's gonna have time to like be walking between two apps. You know, you know what I mean. It's like, oh, you, you see this app because this app. Oh, now I have to go back to where Did I was. You, I was five minutes ago. Do you, you know? not like, remember seeing pictures of people when Pokemon Go came out with like six phones playing six different accounts? Oh, I saw someone on a bike, <laughs> like, like think think like you know like and, and then like think of like almost like a girl's bike. Like he wasn't mm -hmm. on a girl's bike, but you know, on a girl's bike that has like that basket at the front. Yeah. His basket was like a piece of plank of wood, and he had fucking twenty phones. <laughs> I saw that in real life. I've I've met these people. 
I've seen people who don't devote. I'm like, why? Well, this is this is not the spirit of the game. Number one, you're not walking; you're, you're riding a no, bike. He's gonna he's going to be he's going to catch a ball. He's going to be the next Pokemon master. He's he's going to be the Indigo Leaf champion. What? But he's but there's going to be twenty of them. That's <laughs> twenty of him. You've you've heard of tag teaming or triple teaming. He's going to be what's the, what's it worth for twenty even? Uh, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> he's going to be Delta Delta teaming you, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's I don't know if it's going to have the same market in a way other than you know Nintendo as like Pokemon. It just seems like you walk. I you might passively gain Pikmin. They didn't show there's supposed to be a, something to do. I assume it has to do with like the things that are like Pokestops where you get items and I think these items you need a certain amount of po Pikmin to be able to pick up and carry with them. I don't know what they do because they never explained it. They just basically were saying in the trailer, you walk with po with Pikmin and then you could grow Pikmin. Like, okay. It doesn't tell me much about the game. I don't know when it launches, but I'm sure some people will look at it. I might open it up just to look at it and report back of what I see. Because Pokemon, when it first launched, it's still pretty much the same thing. A few new extra things here and there, but nothing game breaking. It's pretty much the same game that it was like within a year of its launch, right? You know, maybe they, I think they might have added in the gym battles or, you know, a new whatever, right? It, it was pretty much the same one. So I'll. Well, they, they added a, Pokemon Go added in a fuck ton since the launch of that game, but yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, you, you open it up and you could kind of see where they would go, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'll probably take a look at this just to see and tell you guys about it. I yeah. I have no interest. I I never played a Pikmin game. It doesn't like I know what it entails. It doesn't really interest me. I have nothing against it. It's just not my cup of tea. I'd rather be playing other games. So I I will not be trying it out. Yeah, sounds fair. I don't think I'm gonna stick with it. I'd rather play Go if I'm out walking. But I'll try it out just to see. Um. Yeah. Is there anything you want to bring up from our list? Um, let's see. Yeah, so did you watch the new Batman trailer I went to? This is something we should have talked about last week, and I don't know how it went underneath underneath both of our radars, but this trailer came out on the 16th, which is today's the 27th, so that was 11 days ago. Yeah, I did take a look at it. So I'm a big <laughs> Batman fan, and again, it's like, I'm sure they ask themselves, how are we going to make, like, it seems like we're, it's like a Spider-Man franchise. Like we get like a new one, like what, as soon as like the last one's done, like we're already like inside of a new one, like mm. a few years later. So yeah, like I see the direction they're, they're trying to go. They're, they're not you know necessarily trying to make him like dark, but more so like almost like you can't recognize the character. Not really, but like, you know, like Batman would never use guns, but you know, he's like, I don't even know what I'm trying to, to, to say, really. But, like, you know, they're trying to go in a different direction. It's just really hard to articulate that, what that direction is because he's been everywhere, right? He's been, like, campy with, like, Adam West. Then we got The Dark with the Tim Burton movies. Then we got, you know, what was it after that? We got The Dark Knight, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got The Dark Knight movies, the the shit, the Kristen Bale movies. Oh, and now, and then, and then we got the, uh, shit, what's his name? The guy from Twilight. I ben Affleck. Ben oh, Affleck. I forgot Batman. about Ben Affleck. Right? That's sad, what I'm trying to say. Sad Affleck. 
<laughs> there's been so many styles of Batman, and they're bringing out a new one already. And like, didn't didn't the Snyder's cut just come out like this year? Yeah, I think it was this year. Snyder's cut just came out. So, mm. literally, we're getting a new one like right away, like right right away. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how do you make this Batman different? Like, you can't do his origin story again. I don't think they're going to. But it looks like the Riddler. Is the is the only villain in this one from what I saw? Joker's probably in it as well, if I believe the toys I've seen. Huh. So, in the trailer, there's a brief scene where you see Batman questioning, not really interrogating, but questioning someone in a cell. I want. I'm going to assume that that's Joker, but I don't know for sure. Based on this, on seeing some toys that I've seen pop up on Big Bad Toy Store. The Joker in the toy, that is, looked like it was a guy in a, you know, ratty purple suit, of course. He had green dyed hair, but it looked like he cut someone's face off and painted that up with lipstick, or, you know, with clown makeup and strapped that onto his face. I'm like, is this the Joker from the suit? Because I believe the Batman figure was supposed to be this Batman, but I don't know for sure. Maybe that's a Joker from a different series, I just don't know. But it does seem like that at least Riddler is the villain in this one. And we don't know for sure how many others will be shown. But I'm assuming Joker. I, but I've only got, I've got no evidence really other than I saw a toy and saw this trailer. So, What's your I, evidence? I have a toy. I got a toy and the toy was for some reason shown off months and months before the movie supposed to be out. Why? Because they're stupid and want to market the toys out before the movie. <laughs> Gotta make that toy money. You know and what? Probably will make that toy money from people. <laughs> that reminds me of that one Simpsons episode. I know. Well, I know you're gonna know this one. It's Chris, got a new hat. It's got a new hat. No, no, the no? diorama, Rama, and then he's like, oh. he's like, oh, well, let's see what Ralph, what Ralph's exhibit is. <gasps> Princess Leah, Luke, even, even my favorite Chewy, they're all here. What, what do you think, Miss Crib Apple? I think it's time for lunch. We have a winner! <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, I pet my Wookiee. Yeah. Oh, I pet my Wookiee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought you were going with the uh, Malibu Stacy thing. But... <laughs> no, no, no. Are, are you talking about the one where he's like, hello, Smith. There's, you are quite good at turning me on. You should, uh, should probably just ignore that. <laughs> yes, that episode. <laughs> the one where Lisa makes her own uh, doll. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, anyway, uh, I did see this trailer. I saw the first two movies. Yeah, the first two movies, I believe it was. No, a movie and a half of the Nolan series. And just turned it off in the middle of the second one, said, I don't want to watch this. I don't know why I bothered to start it, because I didn't like the first one. It's kind of like me with the, with the American Godzilla movies. I watched the first American Godzilla movie and said, this is trash. I don't like it. And then for some reason went to go watch the second one and went, this is even more trash when I come see this. And then Godzilla and Kong comes out, I go, I don't want to watch this. I know it's going to be trash. <laughs> but yeah, uh, not to say that they're trash. I personally didn't like the Nolan portrayal of Batman and stuff of like that. Like him, just everything. The Batmobile I didn't like. I didn't like Bruce Wayne slash Batman. I don't even remember how often Bruce Wayne showed up in those movies. <laughs> anyway, this one feels like as if they're going for that dark, edgy 
kind of thing, because, you know, Batman's kind of known for, in the movies at least, being real dark. Um, but it seems like that there's pulling back in some aspects, but also going and taking inspiration from the video games, the ones that Rocksteady did. Because you see a fight with Batman taking on thugs and doing what almost looks like Arkham combat <laughs> against them. Like, you know, one man versus, like, ten, right? All at once. I was like, oh, I mean, I guess it makes sense. That's the image of Batman kind of now. So, it might be good. What's his name? The guy from Twilight. The guy playing Batman. He looks good in the cowl. I don't know if he'll be good in action. He... Oh. Are you telling me that's the Twilight guy? I had no yes, idea who that was. It's the guy who was the vampire guy in Twilight. Oh my god, that's him? Yeah. Oh they my got, god. I think they specifically picked him because of his chin. Because Batman has to have a big, strong, a nice, strong chin. And he does kind of look good. Maybe a little bit younger than you'd expect Batman to look, right? Maybe more babe, slightly baby face, but he does kind of look like he has a strong chin. At least to me. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Falling apart, Vegeta. No, my uh, power level is dropping. What? No, 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 no. For some reason, my sound was being affected. I guess my earpiece was coming out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> your scouter is working on you. My power level is too strong, apparently. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. It's over 9,000. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they really chose him because he has a, he's a, I, I'm assuming a decent actor. He's, because I never watched Twilight. He's got a nice strong chin so he can look good in the cowl. I don't know if he'll be good enough to play Bruce. If Bruce Wayne even shows up in this movie. Who knows? Maybe this could be one of the first movies where Bruce Wayne hardly ever shows up. It's just Batman. <laughs> I think they do show, show a couple shots of Bruce in the oh, really? trailer. Hmm, I missed that. I'll probably watch the trailer again. But the trailer looks fine from what we've seen. I guess it kind of looks like Gotham. They don't show too much of it in general. It's mostly dark alleys and lots of dark shots and lots of rain. <laughs> right. Um, are you going to be watching the movie? Yes. I, 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 I forgot. Did it have a date? I don't remember, actually. I don't recall, but I want to say it was February or March, because I believe it was okay. early next first quarter next year, but I don't recall exactly. And I don't think they have anything. Yeah, I don't see it listed on their on the YouTube description, so I won't uh, go and play it because I don't want auto play and hit to just blast out the podcast here. Right. So, but yeah, I well, want to say it's early next year because I thought it was weird that the toys are being shown off like a few months before the movie's out, mm -hmm. <laughs> if they're the toys anyway. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I, I've got I know a friend who's probably not gonna watch it even though Batman's like his favorite his favorite uh, DC or favorite comic book character. But well, I think he wants more of the campy Batman to come back like he was in the eighties and nineties. I I I didn't think Ben Affleck would have made a good Batman, but I, I have to admit, I think I, I think he did. Like you, you can argue how good or bad of a movie he was in. That's not really up to him. If you're talking mm. about Batman and and how Ben treated him. I think Ben did a good job, honestly. I wouldn't argue the best Batman to have existed. I would not argue that, but I'm <laughs> saying like he he I think he did, did a good job considering what he was given. 
But oh. yeah, that's why I'll give this new guy, even though I dislike Twilight and I never seen Twilight in my life, the book, the movie, whatever it is, aside from those things, I have no idea. But I've never seen this guy in anything. So I'll give him a shot as Batman. Why not? Right? Yeah, maybe he'll surprise people and all those haters can be turned. I'm sure there's going to be lots of people who will still won't see it just because of him, but maybe it'll be good. You'll have to tell me because I'm not watching. I'm definitely not going to theater to see it, so if I also watch it. So I guess this is a good segue, since we're talking about movies, to talk about the, the next one, which is uh, the Uncharted movie, Chris. I had no idea that this was going to be a thing until you linked it to me. I saw the trailer. I'm like, wait, is that is that Tom Holland? Like Spider-Man? Spider <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, my first impression was like, no way, he's too young. But then I watched the trailer, I'm like, okay, well, you know, they, they even still make fun of his age in the actual trailer itself, but mm. he does a good job, honestly. I, I was, I was, I'm not sure if he's supposed to, who's the main character in Uncharted? I, I don't play the Uncharted games, but I think Nathan it's Nathan Drake, Drake yeah. right? Nathan Drake. I'm not sure if that's his character or if that's his brother. I believe he's supposed, he, he's supposed to be Nathan Drake in the, if they're following the, the story of the movies, his brother should be in prison. Okay. Have you played the Uncharted games? Nope. <laughs> I watched some Let's Plays of them because I don't have a... I don't have a one... I'm not really a big fan of, uh, you know, the Tomb Raider, Nathan Drake style game where it's like action-y, shooty, puzzle platform-y. I don't know. They, they just don't really appeal to me. I'm sure if I played them, I'd like them just as well because they're very cinematic. It's like as if, you know, in a weird way, you're playing segments of a movie and they don't do the QTs that are added in, as far as I can tell, seem pretty good, you know, stuff like that. It's the very cinematic and nice and decently told stories from what I can tell. I don't know if this movie is based on one of the games, like in terms of the story, because at the end of this, they, sh they had a, here's the collection coming to PC. <laughs> of the of the Drake games, like, oh, so they're porting this to PC as well, because Sony's putting a lot of games on PC, and fanboys aren't happy about that. People who simp over PlayStation. <laughs> and uh, basically, this <laughs> might be like just a giant ad for the game, because apparently the the franchise makes a lot of money. So they, that's our. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they're able to kind of do this. It kind of like. What's that one movie that they they were just trying to advertise a bike for? Uh, which movie was that? I a don't bike? remember. Yeah, just Akira? like no, <laughs> no, not that sort of bike. I God, I don't remember now. But like, uh, there was oh, okay. Golden Boy anime that they made, and then there was a pink bike, I believe, made after that, based on that anime. I don't but think that's what I'm thinking of, though. A movie to add to specifically advertise a bike, like motorbike or pedal bike i don't know no, i i i think it's just a regular bike but it's not important we, we shouldn't get hung up on that well, but well. yeah so yeah. basically um will i see this movie probably not because i i don't play the uncharted game so i'd be completely lost and i know i know all movies are movies from games are made to do the opposite of that that you can watch them regardless but i really don't have any connection with the uncharted series so i'll probably pass on this one i might watch it but i doubt it yeah, How about you? Uh, I would like to actually. When I first saw the screenshot, I said, "Oh, it's Tom, Tom Holland, right?" Yeah, yeah. I saw him. Like, damn, he kind of looks good in the outfit. Like as a young Nathan Drake. Like, yeah, okay, I can, 
I could deal with that and what we've seen in the trailer really good um who's the guy playing Sully is that his name Sully I don't the, know even who that is the other main guy that they show oh in, uh I'm not sure I'm not I sure. don't know if I like him and probably the biggest reason is he doesn't have a mustache is he supposed to if he's the character I believe he's supposed to be in all the games he's like Drake's partner he's the one who who kind of teaches him a lot of stuff outside of when drake was was with his brother and he's always from what i can remember he's always had this like mustache and i look at this guy going he doesn't have a mustache i can't be that character he looks so weird what the hell (laughs) so it looks off maybe he'd look better if he had the mustache but he also looks very young but i know the actor isn't that young who's playing him He's probably the correct age to play that character. It just seems odd because he doesn't quite look like him. Maybe there's some claws in the guy's acting where he doesn't do mustaches. I think they should have put like a fake one on him because it just looks odd. Maybe I'm just so used to the older version of him because every time I've seen him, he's always this old man. So he's got lots of gray hairs and grayed out, starting to gray out mustache and that. So Maybe uh, he's... He was made younger in, in compensation for Holland to be younger. Maybe, but I think he's always had the mustache, even when he first met him. I think the last or second last game was kind of the origin of uh, Nathan Drake, and also had a lot to do with his brother as well. So, like his brother, I believe, gets out of prison in the sec- last or second last game. I think the one that was on PS4. I don't remember. Anyway, it's I don't know if this one has anything to do with the, uh, specifically a story in the game, or if it's just another adventure in drake's story is because yeah because i believe it takes place before he meets his wife who might be in the set first or second game but it looks doesn't look too bad actually it could have been worse i know they've been talking about making a uh not a game a movie for quite some time and surprise just to see it pop up without really at least for me noticing or anyone else i know uh noticing you know, any leaks of this movie coming out, right? Is you know how we'll be paying attention to anime movie news and the Akira movie has been in dead talks for like twenty years. <laughs> so it's not happening at this point. Keanu Reeves is originally supposed to be in it. <laughs> Don't you have an Akira jacket? I do. I want to get another go. one because mine's falling apart. But one that's I want to get one that's better leather. So I remember last time I saw you in person was a few years ago before Corona and uh, you're wearing that jacket. I'm like, so that's either one of two things. It's either Akira or that's Michael Jackson. And I can't tell. (laughs) I can't tell if it's Michael Jackson or Akira. And he said, oh, it's Akira. I'm like, okay, well, that's what I thought knowing you, but it could have passed Michael Jackson. I don't like the people who don't know Akira look at it and think it's a Michael Jackson jacket from, was it his thriller jacket? Is that it? I think so. <laughs> but yeah. Dude, Brother is, is, a, is awesome. It is. Like, Michael... so take, take, take it as a compliment. That's all I was going to say. I would, but I don't. I, I would not wear a thriller jacket. <laughs> That's the thing. So... It's Halloween. You have to go like, or what, 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 what do the monsters do again? I forget. Anyways, like, let's not do that again. This or whatever. No. Or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know the dance. But yeah, Uncharted movie coming out sometime. I don't remember when. I don't even, 
Oh, exclusively in theaters February 18th. So that one's in theaters in on the 18th of February. Okay. Yeah, I don't see one on... Oh, no, sorry. I just seen it. Uh, Batman only in theaters uh, March 4th. Yeah, so I actually I was right. The first, yeah, you uh, were right. The first three months. I just couldn't remember. It was actually just in like the first sentence here if I actually, you know, read slowly. So just skimming quickly and not seeing dates. But yeah, two two movies. One that I'll check out probably at some point. Probably not right away. And one you'll check out at some point. And mm -hmm. whenever we see them, we'll maybe talk about them. <laughs> no guarantees. Well, go ahead, Chris. What do you want to bring up next? Uh, BlizzCon. So, okay. some... I guess that's not happy news. I guess it depends on what side of the fence you're on. <laughs> uh, it could be happy, but probably mostly not. But Activision Blizzard is apparently canceling BlizzCon this year. I thought there was one this year, or was that last year's? It it, it typically takes place in November, but oh, the last okay. there's always one online. So they cancel the in person, but there's always like something you can buy online for like forty bucks or something like that. And you mm. get like in-game goodies and like you know, like VODs of the of the event and all that, which to me is not worth it. No, but but they're apparently canceling the online version of BlizzCon this year as well. Oh, even the online version they're canceling. That's really? the one I well, posted from Kotaku. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not surprised because here's the thing. You know, with with Corona, I I, I don't see them having done this in person anyways but mm -hmm. yeah with all this controversy that's been coming out the past few months that we even ourselves chris talked about on the podcast mm -hmm. i think back even in episode one um they don't want to draw any more attentions to themselves until this whole matter is probably settled for them so yeah uh smart move on their part but it's, they're gonna piss a lot of fans off number one and number two it's quite obvious why it's canceled, right? No matter what they say. Yeah, they don't want the millions of dollars being paid to a musical act just to get muted on Twitch again. <laughs> right? Fucking Metallica, <laughs> one of the best bands on the planet. Fucking, it, it's it's not just muted. Twitch is like, oh shit, we don't want DMCA. So like, they they muted Metallica and like threw on some like really like upbeat music, which obviously <laughs> is not what Metallica is. I showed you that video. Yeah. We all heard about it and laughed. Super. Yes, it was, it was amazing in terms of how how terrible of a situation that was. Oh yeah, it was glorious. But yeah, I mean, other than you know things like that, like imagine imagine if they were to do this, right? You know, still do it online. How many words do you think they would have to filter to auto ban out from chat so people couldn't use them, so people would stop talking about? what is actually going on in Activision Blizzard. Like, I oh. wouldn't want to be a moderator on, on just on the online stuff just because of that. So, There's like, no I wonder way. if people just said, when they're like, we're thinking of doing it, how many people at the office just said no, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think this is this might be the first BlizzCon they haven't held since they started, so... I want to say it is, but I don't know for sure. You would know slightly more than I on that. Front. Yeah, like to my knowledge, even the last couple of years, they've held it online, as I said before. But mm. 
if you're telling me they also canceled, I must have missed that. They also canceled the online portion. Well, as I said, I'm not that surprised, if any, but yeah, uh, that, that'll be a first. That'll be a first, definitely. Yeah, so that's a, a surprise. I mean, I guess it sucks for some people who do look forward to this, even if it's online, but uh, fuck Activision Blizzard. At least that's what I say. Much. Uh, yeah. Much. But, yeah, there's not much on that front. How about uh, you bring one up? I think we only have like a couple more things, unless it's yeah, something else I, new came out. I only right? have one more thing on my end. So, uh, so apparently, remember that in Japan, that uh, Sega Arcade, like I think it was like the what la one of the last ones to have existed, uh, they decided to close. Well, so I wouldn't say it's one of the last ones to exist. It's one of the bigger, one or two of the bigger ones that Sega personally owns that they shut down just before, just after COVID started. They shut down I, one or two of them. I thought that was Sega's last one. No, they have a okay. few, some that are exclusive to, I think, arcades, some that are more crane games. I think like they have you know, a bunch of little ones here and there. But I think these ones that we, that I'm, I think the ones that I had mentioned, or possibly you did months ago, maybe even a year ago, I think were some of the bigger ones that people like going to, like multi storied uh arcades they got had gotten shut down and lots of people were thinking oh no even arcades are dying in japan <laughs> well so what really confuses me is that they decided to close this whatever okay and then the new location is literally right across the street from the old one yep they're like, opening up a new one so they're not quite going away but why apparently why? their lease went up and during COVID, they probably didn't want to keep paying for lease that they weren't going to use, which makes sense if a lot of people can't aren't going to go, right? Arcades, especially in Japan, like you've been to an old arcade back in the 90s, how jam-packed they could be, shoulder-to-shoulder you know, -shoulder, uh, arcade units, especially if you're in like the fighting game queues. Like uh, in Japan, like they set up like 10 arcade units side by side, and on the other side is like the versus arcade to fight against someone on the other side. So you don't yep. actually see who you're fighting against. But yeah, uh, I can understand them not wanting to pay to keep the arcade open if people aren't aren't safe or feel safe going. Um, but yeah, they're opening up a new one, like basically right across the street at another location. It's apparently another multi-story um, uh, building, four floors. I believe the the top floor, I think they said, was supposed to be. Sorry, the first three floors are like crane games and stuff like that. So, stuff I don't care about. Um, the basement is where the arcades are going to be. And I think the top floor was. Was it supposed to be a little tea shop or. I think. A cafe on the top floor, yeah. Cafe on the top. The uh, first three floors are crane games, and the basement will be the arcade. Yeah, so about those crane games, like there's been some massive fan backlash from the regulars saying, why, why there's so many friggin' crane games now? It's They're, like overwhelming. They've gotten big, especially yeah. online. I mean, like you could play them online. Really? At certain, I've seen some. It's a little bit of tangent. I've seen some VTubers, like the Japanese ones, part of uh, that are part of Hololife, playing some of these. I don't know if it's part of the Sega versions of the arcades or if it's a different one but they've got like webcams set up 
and you basically control it over the internet through a browser. Like you sign in, you pay for coins, and then you can play the crane games over the internet, but it's a live crane game. And you do, I want to hope that the prizes you win will actually get sent to you. I don't know for sure. I'm assuming they would. The sense of taking your money, <laughs> right? But it's interesting that they actually got that set up. I'm assuming that Sega did set something like that up. But I've seen some like nice things coming out of that from like people I've seen playing them. Like someone spends like a lot of money trying to get something, it doesn't go. So they're like the person manning this man in the crane gets like hold up a side thing, wait a second. And they'll open it up and like move things around to be more in favor of them winning. <laughs> like of the uh, person winning so that they don't like keep spending tons and tons of cash just so they don't get a prize. It's like we want you to get a prize here. You've earned it. <laughs> or sometimes they'll take prizes and drop them in the slot said here. <laughs> you you've won some prizes, <laughs> right? So they're not trying to be complete dicks with the crane games. As we know they can be Quite hard to get prizes out of for you know spend a lot of money on a five dollar or ten cent prize or whatever they are right <laughs> anyway they apparently the crane games are quite popular i don't know how popular they were before in the arcades but sega has had them before in the arcades i just don't know the equivalency of arcade to crane game ratio as from then to now it does suck that it seemed like that they may be downgrading the arcade part of the arcade. I yeah. would love to hear from someone who's actually been to uh, to comment on this. Maybe I'll get a, a different answer from uh, some of the podcasts I listen to. Some of them have been to Japan, to the arcades, like five years ago. <laughs> so, I will say, when I do eventually go to J Japan, because it's on my bucket list, I will not really be clamoring to go to the sega arcade now because of this because i have no interest in the crane games honestly uh you know like there's so much else to do in there i don't want to spend time on doing something that's subpar in my opinion you know i will probably go i will at least want to go take a look at what they got hopefully play some arcade games that we don't get here anymore uh because i know i'll probably be uh, sticking around it could Ikebukuro? Is that the location? Ikebukuro, sorry. Uh, is where this will be setting up in. I'll probably go there. Also, a lot of the real nerdy places, anime <laughs> game places in Japan, I'll probably spend like, like a couple days there whenever I go. So I'll more likely go to the arcades or whatever ones I find. Just to see what's there. Uh, but yeah, they're they're not gone. They're just dying a slow death. <laughs> it seems. What I meant was like I want to go to the other arcades because the Sega one seems like lower on the totem pole now for me. Like I'd rather spend my time like exploring the other ones. Mm. Sega, I think they downgrade they downgraded by doing this. It, it could be like I don't know. I know like what I know of the Sega arcades really is what I've seen in the Yakuza games, which doesn't mean anything. But like. You get like five arcade machines in there, and then there's like about five or six or more crane games and stuff like that in the game. I'm like, oh, so it's like 50 50 percent. So I assume that that ratio has skewed in favor of crane games over the years. Not that, um, not that a Yakuza game is a good metric on what a Sega arcade looks like. <laughs> <laughs> 
really. <laughs> but I would like to t take a look at that at some point. But yeah, uh, I guess we could go on to the last bit of news that I kind of had, which was uh, you've played Smash Brothers. Yes. Uh, and you know that there was a Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. You know that there was a Nickelodeon All-Stars that came out. Yes. Would you like to play a Warner Brothers Smash Club? See, I heard this too. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, which, like, aside from like Looney Tunes, I can't think of like what Warner Brothers does, you know, like, you know, what's the name? Freakazoid, Animaniacs. Well, it wouldn't. Now, these are just rumors, so it's not official to be coming out, but apparently they're looking into doing a Smash Club. Now, um, it being Warner Bros., I would assume it would be all Warner's IPs. So, Batman, oh, Lord no, of the Rings, Scooby-Doo, <laughs> maybe you can have Batman square up against Ultra Instinct Shaggy <laughs> in a fight. So, Shaggy's really a saiyan? I mean, you've seen the memes, right? <laughs> I have not, actually. Oh, there's a meme of, like, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. I don't remember oh. where it spawned from, but... You'll have to show me that. Uh, uh, when I find it, yeah. But, yeah, apparently they're looking at doing this. And I don't know about all the IPs that Warner Brothers has, but I don't know if it would be good. Like, Because uh, specifically on the Nintendo Life uh, thing that I'm looking at here, they're like, you know... Batman, Gandalf, and Shaggy. It's like, um, I don't know about that. You know, yes, Warner Brothers has tons of IPs, but them doing it, Smash Clone, like, PlayStation Smash Clone didn't do well. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, the reason why I think the Nick All-Stars one is doing well, or well enough, is because of the, the devs they have on board, which were which have done a pretty good job. Now, of course, this one's still in talk. We don't know which dev is on board, if there was even one even in talks right now. But they would need one that understands what a Smash game needs, first off, right? So, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. If you had any strong thoughts here and there. Like, this is a slow news week. So, this was like the last thing on the list going, uh, is there any point in bringing this up? Yeah, I mean, like, as you said, like the devs for uh, the other one that just came out, the one with SpongeBob, the devs obviously know their shit. Like mm. they know everything that they like. I like I've seen like in depth videos of like, oh, this is basically just Smash, except different characters, right? Yeah. Uh, so this one, I I don't know. We'll we'll see who makes it and like how much if they're willing to go as in depth as the Nickelodeon one that just yeah. came out. I think the weird thing, which I just thought of, is the Clash in art style would be really weird. Kind of. Because you'll have cartoon... You can't make... You know, let's say if they put in those three characters for sure, right? Batman, Gandalf, and Shaggy. Right? We'll just say that for sure. It would look weird to have cartoony Shaggy with slightly realistic... Even if they were toony-looking versions of Gandalf and Batman, because their art styles aren't the same. Right? Now... Uh... Let's just say if it wasn't Warner Brothers, let's just say it was another media company trying to do a Smash clone. Do you think another one could actually do one well? In which one? 
like different franchise or different company to make it different company like do you think that uh universal could do something like that or do you think disney could do it i don't even just alone of looking at the ips they own let's just describe the developer right let's just say they got a good developer and they know what they're doing which ip or company's ip do you think would do would have the best shot at even bringing in fans to make it really good well disney especially with, with marvel behind them you think, it's, it's, it's you think marvel over over the dc i mean look look at marvel versus capcom right yeah but we don't have a capcom versus dc so we don't know how well that could have done no <laughs> right? but we have mortal Kombat versus dc we oh, right we do they would have mortal Kombat characters because that's warner brothers yes so you can have scorpion versus batman well <laughs> Fighting character isn't going going to go into like like okay maybe like one or two will go into another fan, fighting franchise like Ryu in the Power Ranger game and the, the Tekken games that sort of thing. Mm. But like they're not going to bring like the whole roster over. No, they won't. They'll bring in a few because obviously Ryu and is it Maj, uh, Majima? No, Akuma. Nakuma, Ryu, and there's someone else. Ha, Hayashi Hatashi. And there's a three a guy from like three different fighting games made it to Smash. Ryu is one of them. I just don't remember the names of the other two. Crap. Anyway, uh, they made it into Smash. So it's like, well, you could, huh? It wouldn't be. No. Oh, one was Tekken, and the other one was from Fatal Fury. Oh, I don't know them. I can't remember. I get the names on the tip of my tongue. I just don't remember. Anyway, you could put fighting game characters into Smash clones, of course, as long as you work them properly, but you think that Disney would have the best shot because of all their different IPs? Obviously, they'd have to pick and choose certain ones. Like, you don't want Disney Princess in there beating up on Yoda, right? Like, maybe that wouldn't be a good thing, but... I can you show could... you the little bitch. But maybe they could bring in, like, the prince from Sleeping Beauty. Like, he's actually a warrior, right? <laughs> or the guy from, yeah, yeah, that would be Sleeping Beauty, the one who slay not who slew uh Maleficent. So you could have him, he technically has a sword and a shield. <laughs> He's a sword character. Sword yeah. user. <laughs> you got you got a sword character there. Yeah. But yeah, like it it would be weird looking at what, the stuff that Warner Brothers owns and thinking of, of them doing one. Then you think of Disney and go, it might work better with Disney. It might. I don't know. <laughs> Like, you could already cartoonify a lot of Disney stuff, and it might look fine. Or it could look really fine, like Jack Sparrow. If you see him in Kingdom Hearts, he kind of matches the art style of a lot of different characters in it. But not, you know, it's not too far off. You could cartoonify him a lot more. People would be more accepting of that. Probably more so than if you were to cartoonify Gandalf. <laughs> right? If you understand what I mean. He is more accepting through Disney. I don't know why. Maybe because Disney's already seen as more family friendly ish. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know. I, I see the art styles for that specifically not being able to clash. So they'd have to make some art style changes for most of the characters to kind of kind of keep them consistent. So well, yeah, they they'd have to change it a bit, but I think it could work more in favor of Disney's favor. 
do cartoonify stuff as opposed oh, yeah, to that's, yeah no, disney's fun i thought we were talking about oh, uh, yeah, oh you meant to have the dc part yeah dc it, i think those characters can only be cartoonified enough before people won't like it i don't know it, it, it's just a weird thing something that may never happen but i thought it was funny to kind of bring up with uh what's going on or to bring up like that other companies are actually looking at this. Hell, maybe Disney is looking into it. Maybe they asked Square since they have a working relationship with them through Kingdom Hearts to look into doing a Smash game, right? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Yeah, if anything comes up, comes out of this. I hope that they... Oh no, I think there is supposed to be like late characters that people were saying were supposed to be coming up for the other Smash clone, the uh, Nick All-Stars. People were saying that, like, apparently Rocco is, like, kind of been data mining. Like, okay, yeah, that, that's cool, Rocco. Right, who else you got? Come on. So, that was a good cartoon, Rocco's Modern Life. That was a weird cartoon when you watch it now and realize what it was actually about. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, back then, I kind of knew in a way, but then when you hear about it, you go, no, that's not what it was about. He wasn't working on some, like, apparent sex line and then yep. you rewatch it go he might have been working on a sex line what the hell Rico? <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> i think i think that deserves a rewatch sometime in, in your life i think it does i think a lot of old cartoons like that deserve a, a rewatch uh there's not much else for for news like we did kind of touch on you know apparently playstation's release bring i didn't put this in the thing because this could be a quick thing. We kind of mentioned it during the Nathan Drake movie that they're bringing PlayStation games to PC. And apparently some PlayStation fans are not happy about that. I do, like, I'm not a PlayStation fanboy. I guess I'm more of a PlayStation fan than you. But why are people thinking they have to be up in arms of people being able to play games that you love just because it's not on bloody playstation <laughs> I, I don't understand some gamers reactions to this <sighs> as i said in the first podcast i'm very like very anti-fanboy so the fact that they want these console exclusives for themselves and not others just shows you their their mentality and what they really think of like they just they want to be part of that elite club they just yeah. want PlayStation users to be able to play these games like it, it literally doesn't affect them it's like people being upset that like there's a gay couple getting married and wherever in the states it's like how does that affect you personally it doesn't so why the fuck do you give a shit so much about it like get like get get a fucking life like who cares about that should bring you pleasure if more people are playing the game that you enjoy that'll bring more revenue to the company which will entice them to make more of that game and right like yeah, think, think people think use your brains and think to that thought to its logical conclusion. It's not that fucking difficult. Yeah. Go ahead. So, Sony slash corporations are not your friends. They don't care about you. They just want your money. And putting this on other platforms is another way for them to gain revenue from said games. Now, these games are gonna be no matter which ones they bring out to PC. They're going to be exclusive to PlayStation for at least a year or two. I um, don't see why they would cannibalize their main audience for that. 
but put them on other platforms afterwards is not a problem. It shouldn't be. It's just another way to share out the games that they have to a bigger audience. It's not that much different than when Microsoft is doing it. Just Microsoft's doing it better or doing it earlier, I should say. It, and people aren't so upset at Microsoft doing it. Is it because they're play, uh, a PC, like they do Windows? Maybe that's why. Maybe just because they did it better or their marketing toward it was a lot better to begin with. But fanboys are just... Don't, don't be upset that people want to play your games on other platforms. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring that up again since we kind of touched on it briefly. <laughs> I do have one quick bit of news I just Ooh. remembered. So really? since we, yeah, we're, since we're talking about Xbox, so you know how, I think you know this, Chris, um, like Xbox, like remember how like when Stadia came out, people were saying, well, once Xbox X Cloud comes out, that's going to be like, it's killer, right? Mm, yes. so, now, so now they have like a preview dashboard for the insiders. And despite what people may think they're, Right now, there are Series X and S exclusives. Remember how people were saying, oh, there's no Xbox? There actually is. One of them is called the Medium, which is also for PC, but it's a console exclusive for the Series X and S. Mm. That's just one of the games. Anyways, so now you, um, so people who are like in the beta for the dashboard for the Xbox, you're able to use cloud gaming on your console. So what that means is you can get like the last gen, which is the Xbox One, and you can play Series X games on it using xCloud on, on your console. So that's like the equivalent of having a PS4 and being able to play PS5 games on the PS4 using the cloud. You it's need exactly. to have the PS5. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Do you need to have the, you, the new Xbox? You need to have Game Pass, but you don't need to own any games or oh. the console. You it, But it will stream the this gen's games over onto the last gen console. That's no install needed. It's just instant. Hmm. I wonder so, how well it works. That really shows you what I said like in episode one when I said Microsoft doesn't really care about the hardware anymore. They care hmm. about the Game Pass. That's where they're focusing the strategy. Now, I think the fact that they did this today or the last couple of days, I think that proves it. That proves that point. Like, If they really cared about pushing Series Xs or Ss, they wouldn't allow previous gen users to be able to play the new games they'd want to entice you to play the new games by purchasing a new console right mm. that it kind of microsoft is like double triple quadruple down on game pass at this point like that's what they, that's what they want you to play they don't care about hardware they have hardware but it's a secondary thought they yeah. they want game pass hmm. that's interesting i didn't know they were so that and that's very pro-consumer. That's pro-consumer and it pushes their agenda. So it's like two birds with one stone, you know? Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much it, unless if you had something else. No, just that one quick piece is all I was going to bring up. All right. Well, I think that pretty much ends it for us. We made it to another podcast, Sean. Yeah. Another hour and a half, which is kind of the sweet spot. It is. So I guess we'll tell us where you guys can find us. Uh, I'm on Twitch. I don't stream very often, but you can find me on there on Prince underscore Kaboom or on like Twitter at C. Uh, 
C Shebang, which is C S C H A B A N G. My YouTube at Mr. Prince Kaboom. Mm. What about you? Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube all under the same handle, Zorb underscore Zex. That's it. You know what? I like it when if I I would have liked it if I could get the same username on everything. <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> So unfortunately, all of mine are different different names, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's the way it goes. But uh, thank you uh, again. Come check this out if you guys like. You know, like, comment, share podcast, yada yada. You know how this stuff works. And till next time, guys and Sean, see ya. Yep. See you, Chris. See you, everyone else. We'll see you next week. <laughs>